Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. When I told my esteemed co-host, I said, Tassos Damu is the opener. He looks curious, as because you know we like to open with an upbeat one. And Tassos has got a back catalogue of about 20 very abstract records. But I was like, don't worry, mate. This one's a bouncer. What did you think? Well, it's not quite in his usual realm of things. I think of him as by his record Music Concrete, which was field recordings from Crete turned into great electronic music. I think uh, I think that was released on Discrepant, wasn't it, a couple of years back now? 
many releases on Discrepant, yeah. That's it, but no, very enjoyable, very bouncy. Wouldn't be filling a dance floor at 4am, but uh, <laughs> you know, but still good. Yes, the, uh, the album is called Balkan Express, and I played you a track called Bon Tempi Sfitelli. I'm just going to go for that. It says, contrary to the rest of Tassel Stamu's experimental discography, the musician's latest album, Balkan Express, has a more obscure electro-folk approach. Consists of seven pieces, all recorded with seven different vintage electric keyboards, blended with oriental acoustic solos. So there we go. Tassos embracing, uh, he's always embraced the music of where he's from. It's always been a very important part to all of his music. But I'd say this one maybe more literally than most. That's sort of a, a classic sound. Yeah, and interesting to see that getting a release on French label Acaphon as well, which is a label we liked a long time. And actually, I think... This podcast, based on the tracks that I have, it may be quite heavy on weird French influence or French-related music. Yes, when you sent along your list, I was like, oh, this is a reasonable match with my Tassos one. (laughs) Anyway, got all, all sorts today. Yes, that is for sure. This week's podcast is once again brought to you by the State 51 Conspiracy. I had the absolute treat of visiting their offices and studios couple of weeks ago last week and they have got so much amazing stuff going on it's not only the physical music distributor and the and especially the digital music distributor of which they're mainly known they, they are making their amazing greed bag magazine i went to the place and the person who's made all the lovely vinyl lathe cut artworks of which gareth has a number it's making some of the next ones sort of they've got the whole workshop in there where they make them found out that they own the license the donovan's back catalog and they're doing some reissues and licensing and stuff it is probably proper art hub for all things. They've got their shop, which is open in Shoreditch High Street. There's Reed Bag Hub near Brick Lane. And hopefully we're going to be doing some collaborations in some live sessions and all sorts. Maybe you enjoyed their summer party on Saturday. The next track I've got very little information about, so I'm going to use this time to talk about a music-related place I visited a few weeks ago, which is so in my day job, I visited someone that we work with and I went into their office and the ceiling was this big sort of, I was going to say undulating, but it was like sort of dug in. So the, the ceiling at the edges was quite high and then it quickly shrank down and then was quite low so inverse pyramid ceiling yeah and i I went in and i was like hey what's with this roof and the guy was like oh that's craig david's swimming pool (laughs) it's like oh right okay so yeah so apparently their office is underneath craig david's swimming pool and essentially the swimming pool is like a pyramid rather than but not a pyramid it's sort of like it looks like it would underneath a swimming pool I see. Okay. So there you go. So I'm going to play some music completely unrelated from to any Craig of it. David. From Craig David. <laughs> Craig David's new one. It's from a song called St. Agnes. No, absolutely nothing about this. It's released on uh, label Five Gate Temple. And yeah, the album, it's uh, in Sanskrit. It apparently translates as I Am Om Mani Padme. And this music, it's pretty menacing industrial. It's great. This is St. Agnes and it's called Two. Thank you. 
Professor, Sounds of St Agnes, track is called Two, taken from the record I Am On Maddie Padme, uh, released via Five Gate Temple. And yeah. Any idea how that got to you? I'm not familiar with the label or the artist. No, to be honest, it's <laughs> one of those ones. I, as you know, I follow a lot of stuff over a lot of different places and on Bandcamp as well. And I think it was someone I follow on Bandcamp, they bought it or sort of looked at it or something and it recommended it to me. So on Bandcamp, I dig around for people to follow and some people who have bought music that I like and usually trying to find people who aren't hairy white dudes to follow because they tend to find music that isn't by uh, hairy white dudes. You've got enough of that right here. Yeah, exactly. So between the two of us, we've got that covered. But no, Five Gate Temple wasn't aware of the label either, but they have released music from a couple of artists I know. So Serafina Steer, TNT Roots as well. TNT Roots, who's released on Bocca versions. Serafina Steer, who released on Stolen Records, I think, off the top of my head, and a couple of and other her, places. And her recent Bass Jam record released by Moshi Moshi, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've got a couple of artists we know, and then a load of other stuff in there as well. But you can't really get much further apart between Seraphina Steer, TNT Roots and what you just heard. So they're all <laughs> very, very different artists. That is for sure. So yeah, so that is out right now via them. You can pick it up on fivegatetemple.bandcamp.com, which is what I'm going to do. Nice one. And I checked and it won't be a surprise to patron Nadia since she's a yoga expert and maybe some others. But yes, on Madipadmiyam, Sanskrit origin, Buddhist chanting. There you go. Something stuck in the back of the mind somewhere i want to play you a track it's the the longest one i believe in this week's pod it's by an artist called vadin vadin it is a collaboration with a christian duka and sound artist lucy stepankova lucy is based here in uh, london at uae and christian is at the sea institute this is a sort of dark ambient electronica i guess something like that but it's got really really cool spoken word over it listened to the whole thing and it really dragged me in one to settle into it was this was a submission so thank you for sending it in christian so this is vadin's the presence Liquid with the 
There we go, that is The Presence by Vadin, Vadin, from the album Black Tortoise, which is out now on Utter Records, Utter Records out of London. It's their second album together. I enjoyed every single one of those eight minutes and 20 seconds. Looks here that Utter is a relatively new label as well. Actually, certainly there's not much on their band camp, but there is a release here from 2017 by Trevor Jackson. So... Yeah, it's uh, probably been a little while, but I am going to check out that Trevor Jackson one. Yeah, well, this is Utter 12. So, yeah, 12 releases is what they've done. But, yeah, been going exactly Utter 1 2015. Yeah, so a small output, but over a decent length of time. Yeah, exactly. So the first album by Vaden was here, number seven. Yeah, and do you know anything much more about the artist? Not more than what I said, apart from its collaboration of Christian Duca and Lucy Stepanonka. They're both sound artists and musicians with lots of their own work, and it's their second collaboration together. Very nice. I'm going to play some more uh, sort of broken beat or sort of brook music. It's uh, from Tiff Joints, which is a record label that I have. has a fond place in my heart because in the extremely short-lived time of running a record shop online, uh, their first release was the first record I sold via that record shop <laughs> by Ori Batter. That is nice. So there you go. So they hold a place in my heart, and that was many years ago now, and they're still releasing good stuff. This one comes from Poison's Cora, who, yeah, he is the man who runs the label and has had a couple of different singles on here. So this is his second single on Tiff's. First one was called uh, The Mainly Incompetent Five, and it describes this one here. It's a two-sided single. It describes itself as two instrumental diss tracks aimed squarely at the most disgusting cultural institution in WC1. WC1 is a postcode here in central London, and a disgusting cultural institution he is describing is the British Museum. <laughs> a place where I am a big fan. Yes, uh, I think more <laughs> around the hoarding of stolen artifacts is where I suspect Poison's Cora is coming from on there. But yeah, he is Dublin bred and London based producer. And this is cracking. It's a cracking two sided single. This one is my favourite of the two. This is called The Blessington Gold Lunula. Thank you. 
that could generally go down well at 4am in a club. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Probably better than Tassos Stamu, I suspect, <laughs> in that regard. Tassos is going to come around and have words with you over that uh, terrible insult. Quite possible. I mean, we'll, we'll play both <laughs> Niloxica, uh, UKAEA, and see which one goes down better. I thought you were only playing... Um that uh, record from italy that is true in humankind that we played on last week's podcast which i've pretty much i think i've worn out the vinyl already and, <laughs> in one day yeah that was it and only had my partner asking me what the hell what am i the listening fuck to is if you going on? yeah a little bit <laughs> uh, anyway poison sakura the blessington gold lunula is the name of the track it's uh, taken from the double a side single on tiff's joints the 
the flip side of that is called bailiffs at the british museum and he does have form in this area he had a track on a compilation called frass fm5 via astral black records the track was called victory over the british museum so perhaps bailiffs at the british museum is the follow-up to said victory at the british museum following the victory in come the bailiffs quite possibly and yeah like i said before he had another single on tiff's uh, his own label We've also had a single, uh, Certain People Big Jealous on Jam Supernova's Future Bounce Club series, uh, which I wasn't aware of, although I was aware of Jam Supernova from listening to Six Music. Yeah, here they're covering from Marianne Hobson time to time. That's it. But other favourites on that series, Rose Bonica, a great South African techno artist I've played a few times, uh, Julia Tess, MC Yeller as well has also appeared on that series. So definitely a series to go and check out as well. Nice. I want to play you some sort of weird punk, I guess, from Bristol by a band called Bruno and the Outrageous Methods of Presentation. My friend Delia, who works at the Lexington Members, member of the Nuns, the, the all-female monks covers band, and member of many, many bands, is in the band, and that's where I heard of it. And then I saw Upset the Rhythm announce them to support somebody, I can't remember, someone pretty good, and I thought I would uh, listen to it, and I thought it is great. And I've just seen, so I'm sort of slowing down a little bit here, they've actually got one more release since this one, which came out late May. They've got a June one, but I've got the May one lined up, so that's what you're getting. The album is called I'm Really Obsessed with the Political Economy of Late 70s South African Punk Scene, a.k.a. S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-Z-Z-Z. Basically, the story, as I know from, as I mentioned from Delio, is essentially Bruno's a quite young guy, suffer some autism and as it goes with some people who are autistic they can be very very good at knowledge on specific sort of subjects and bruno's specialist subject is punk and post-punk and apparently he knows absolutely everything imaginable basically and she's ended up in this band with him and i think this is pretty great don't know if this is particularly the most reflective of the whole thing but i like this one it's called broke lad rove from, uh, I'm not going to repeat the title of the album, you got it, Bruno and the Outrageous Methods of Presentation.
we go. That is from Bruno and the Outrageous Methods of Presentation. The record is extremely long, 29 songs. <laughs> and, uh, and I can't even remember at all how I came to Broke Lad Rove, but uh, I did. How do you enjoy that, Mr. May? Um, yeah, no, sorry. I've, I've just clicked on the rest of the album and I'm just admiring the track listing. There are 29 tracks on this record. The James Bondification of Terror? Uh, yeah. Pelvic thrust is clearly the one I should have played in your honour. Can't believe I can't believe I missed that open goal. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing in this track listing. <laughs> yeah, also a big fan of uh, Streets of Belly, so I'm gonna have to check it out. But no, that's one of those records, isn't it? Where you're like, is that enjoyable? It's certainly good and interesting. It's like, yeah, scratchy, I would say, but great. Yeah, there's also quite a bit of singing and stuff on the other songs. And I think there's, yeah, there's a lot to take in there. But I think it is absolutely worth some of your time to get to know uh, Bruno and the band. I'm going to play this. It's, uh, I talked earlier about some sort of weird French music uh, of all sorts. And this one's like, I wrote down here, French weirdo pop. It's uh, by an artist called Yun Elez, which is the moniker of Hole Mosse, who's uh, part of a duo called Techno Thriller, who sort of make techno industrial experimental music and this is a solo record it's a different type of music uh, like i say it's french weirdo pop and it's one of those ones where through the album it's quite undulating in terms of is, second use of undulating in the podcast is it i don't know what's going on uh, but <laughs> but the record is great there's some really unusual bits there's some really really good bits and there's uh, some probably not as good bits but this track is one i like a lot it's coming out on Teenage Menopause Records out of Paris. And yeah, this is called Starbright by Yun Alez. Tonight, you will never alone. 
definitely one of those ones where I'm enjoying it the more I listen to it, I would say. Uh, so, Yun Elez. Slight carnival sort of element. Maybe a slight, uh, you know, we played uh, us one from the Sad Departed, Misty's Big Adventure, the other, the, you know, what, two podcasts ago, was that? And, like, maybe uh, you hear a little bit of that in there as well. Uh, yeah, it's uh, more of a garble is who it reminds me of quite strongly. So a uh, French band who used to release on Itchy Deleuze and Low Records here in the UK. Yeah, loads of sort of quite odd folk influences and electronic and, you know, sort of hushed vocals. It's really great. And the, and the record's lovely as well. It's a Unalez Starbright is the name of the track. It's taken from the self-titled record Unalez, which is out on Teenage Menopause Records. Another label, Anthony Chalmers, that I didn't really know anything about until yeah. this week's podcast. That seems to be a little bit of a theme. Low records uh, share an office. They are part of the sort of State 51 extended office so i got to poke my head in on low uh, last week i once saw garblay in that office playing and it was a very very good guest actually one of the best gigs of my life but i think that's pushing it but i enjoyed it a lot because i absolutely loved that band long-time listeners of the podcast like people who listen to the first like 30 to 50 episodes will have heard gareth refer to garblay a number of times i reckon but i think it could be 100 episodes since they last got a mention quite possibly i'm not sure if they're still releasing music they've definitely itched out a few things here and there but nothing for a little while i don't think could play you um a new release from Le Disque Bongo Joe by the band Baby's Berserk. I told uh, Gareth before this was on that I 80% loved this and 20% did not. And uh, you can see what you think, but I thought there was definitely enough in there to merit a play. I'm extremely looking forward to this because of that description. I like the fact it's two minutes 20, which, because that's not very many minutes, I can do the maths in my head. So there's, what, about 28 seconds that is not very good of this so then you're left with nearly two minutes i haven't stopped watched it but we'll see what you think it's a seven inch toxic kisses on one side war time on the other it is out to august the 8th and i'm going to play you the only track that is available to us now which is toxic kisses
I'll go with 100% great. <laughs> I'm in. It's interesting, completely unintentionally, because me and Gareth, we don't plan this. But there's definitely been a, like a sort of a, feels like a musical thread that's run through a lot of the songs for this week's podcast, isn't it? Definitely has been. It's, it hasn't been very undulating, genre-wise, mate. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's been a lot of this slightly lo-fi, bouncy dance music synthesizer stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what's coming. Maybe next week it's all, all techno and all gabba, all metal. Who knows? Just in time for our live show tonight, our Touareg movie watch-along. This is definitely <laughs> different musically to what we were playing this week. Yes, you know, as Gareth mentions, we're recording this on Tuesday the 7th of June, and tonight we have got our live watch-along of MD Mokhtar's Purple Rain. And uh, yeah, if you want to join, not this one, because obviously it has already passed, but if you become a patron, you don't only just get to be a supporter of the podcast and helping us pay for the cost of this, and uh, paying our excellent producer, Nick McCorrison, and giving me and Gareth a little bit of cash, but you also get patron bonus episodes, uh, patron live shows, and uh, film watch-alongs and early access to the pod as well now you get it as soon as i get it essentially so essentially when nick's done with it <laughs> exactly well baby's berserker a four-piece band from amsterdam releasing on switzerland's the disc bongo joe follow-up to a 2027 inch that's what they've done best i can tell big fan of it and because you said there's a musical thread going through and sort of bouncy bounciness i'm gonna play this which is another french record this is from longtime pod faves koshin moon a duo uh, who released predominantly on akaphon they've had three records on akaphon and in the since december they've had two uh, that are on this label total totem which i haven't had it confirmed but i'm pretty sure is their own label it seems to have been set up purely for this project and if you're unaware of them, they blend loads of different genres in a way that I particularly love and that Anthony likes as well. Sort of a lot of Greek, Turkish, uh, Kurdish music sort of uh, all sort of slamming in together into a, I was going to say a very groovy sort of mixture, which is probably something they would like, but I don't like saying. This record particularly sort of touches on folk psych, synthesizer music, and yeah, as well as using traditional instruments of the region, you know, so Saz, Bazua, Zurna, et cetera, et cetera. And this record here is just a fantastic mix of everything we know and love about Koshin Moon. Yeah, big fan of those guys. Talked to them about doing shows in London a couple of times, but yet to make it happen, but at uh, some point. Yeah, so this project, uh, the first record was called Miniature. It came out in December, as I say, and this one is called Miniature 2. It is unsurprisingly the follow-up, and it's just come out. This is the lead track from it. It's called Konyali. Thank you. 
it sooner than I was expecting that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good stuff, isn't it? It's Koshin Moon, Cognale is the name of the track taken from their record Miniature 2 out via Total Totem out of France. And it says here, Cognale is a disco folk reinterpretation of a popular song played and danced in Greece and Turkey with Nico Shin's synths and Axel Moon's electrified saz. We continue the cosmic journey. And it's fantastic. And that actually in my notes, I think that would be great with vocals on it. You could just imagine Yeah, your Dildrum or someone like that. Oh, yeah, exactly. The Turkish style, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, but it's actually interesting because the rest of the record does have a couple of instrumental tracks like that on it, but it's also got collaborations with uh, local singers, so uh, Istanbul and uh, Greek artists, Sem Kokkula. In fact, I'm not going to list them because that's just going to be an absolute car crash of pronunciation, but go check out the record. You'll be able to see the artists on there. Try one of the hardest ones. Well, we're recording it remotely, so I'll take the first two and you can take the second two. Sem Koklukaya and uh, Malike Sahin. Well, this was easy. Ali Tekbas and Melina Vlakos. Yeah, well, I will leave that judgment up to any Turkish or Greek listeners who might want to write in. Uh, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net will get you right in front of Anthony's email. Yeah, thank you for your submissions. I think Christian Vaden was, uh, the Vaden one was from that. And I've been listening to lots of excellent stuff. And there's some very high quality music all around. Sort of a bit different, but a bit the same for my next one is a compilation called Exploring Gong Culture of Southeast Asia, Massif and Archipelago on the Sub Rosa Records out of Belgium, a label we've played before a little bit. They do a mixture of compilations and also original artists. But I don't know, I was looking for something a little bit different. And I don't know, I just came across this in my band camp because I follow Sub Rosa as these things go. And I thought I would play you a little bit of this because of who doesn't love a gong? I love it. Have you ever had a gong bath? I haven't had a gong bath. No, have you had a gong bath? I haven't, but I've enjoyed watching people at festivals have a gong bath, which looks like the most ridiculous thing ever. I've definitely hit a good number of gongs in a musical context there. Excellent. So I'm just going to play you the opening track. It's uh, from uh, Vietnam. And it's called Hail by Ede.
Also a dance floor filler, I reckon. Yeah, well, we'll add it to the slate of things to try, to try or next time we're at out. Nyloxica. I mean, if that doesn't work at Nyloxica, then I'm a terrible DJ. It's got no chance of working anywhere. That is Hail by Ede from the Exploring Gong Culture of Southeast Asia, out now on Sub Rosa. We last played Sub Rosa actually in April, playing the excellent record by Soat. But that was their first time in the over you know, whatever, however long we've been doing this now, well over a decade, 12 years, 13 years. Crazy. 373 episodes. <laughs> yes, and that will be the last song from me as well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for your continued support, patrons. Thank you to our sponsor, Stake 51. I'd love to get those patrons back over 100 as well. If you want to come back and join the Patreon, I would love it. And I look forward to seeing all of your smiling faces tonight at the live show. Yes, for as little as £2, which is a thimble of beer these days <laughs> in this country. So, yes. One thimble of beer. One thimble of beer. Certainly at the places I like to go, obviously. And go close off with uh, the sounds of OG Jig. It's uh, the moniker of Will Yates. It's actually a lesser-known moniker of uh, Will Yates. His better-known moniker is Memo Tone. has released records on Black Acre and uh, Discotopia and amongst other sort of well-renowned electronic music labels. He has a couple of different uh, monikers, in fact, so... Memo Tone is uh, quite experimental electronic music. He also has a moniker Half Nelson, uh, where he sort of does more dance, funk, disco sort of music, but with a bit of a twist. And then he has this one, OG Jig, where I've described it here as dungeon crawler mixed with children's TV library music and The Wicker Man. It's pretty weird, pretty great. All I can think of is uh, Nightmare. Yeah, Mate, it could probably be on Soundtrack that. Soundtrack to Nightmare. Yeah, it, it, I think that's pretty much hit the nail on the head. I mean, I don't think Nightmare's been on TV for 30 years, but... Some of our older listeners might get it. Yeah, it's certainly one of those. So I'm going to leave you with this. It's OG Jig. It's from a record called Dominion Window, released on another Bristol label, in fact, called Plaque. And this is called The Keeper. And we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Thank you.